This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation. And welcome to episode 124 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. My name is Lisa Nowakowski. I am a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minicozzi, an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. And just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. But apparently Voltaire, whose real name was Francois-Marie Arouet, reportedly drank 40 to 50 cups of chocolate and coffee every day. So... There you go. That's how he was able to turn out all that great work. Our guest today is Eric Kurtz, and he is going to be talking to us about assistive tech features in Google. And Eric, we're so excited to have you on. Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all that good stuff, please. Oh, thank you so very much for having me. It is my pleasure to be here today. So howdy, my name's Eric. Uh, I'm an educator in Ohio, uh, just finishing up my 29th year in education. Um, I was a middle school math teacher for my first seven years, and then uh, for the next 22 years, I guess, since <laughs> I've been a tech coach or a tech integration specialist. Uh, I work at a regional service center in Northeast Ohio, serving about 35 school districts with uh, creative ways to use technology in their classroom. Uh, that's my day job. And then on the side, I run my blog, controlaltachieve.com, where I share all of my resources and videos and you know projects and, and so forth there. And I have to say that that is one of my go-to resources. Whenever a teacher asks me a question, I'm like, let's check and see if Eric has a video. And you usually do. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) So today you're talking to us about assistive tech. For those who may not know, what are assistive tech features? Sure thing. Um, so really, assistive tech can be anything from software to, to hardware. Uh, really, it's any tool or resource that helps support or maintain or increase somebody's capabilities if they have a disability. Um, having said that, um, I tend to focus on the software end of things, uh, not the hardware. So uh, everything I would be sharing today would be either extensions you can install or features built into the tools. And I don't necessarily um, limit it to saying, uh, this is only for maybe a student on an IEP or you know something like that. Really, I, I tend to refer to this as uh, Google tools for struggling students. And that involves all of us because everybody struggles at one point or another in one way or another. And resources that are good for education are good for everybody. Uh, we can all benefit from these. Uh, so uh, in the end, I guess that's that's how I would describe it would be technology tools that help support all of us whenever we are struggling in one way or another with our learning. Absolutely. And I agree. It, it is true. If it's good for education, it's good for everybody. Things like any of these tools that you're going to be talking about. Right. Really, they can help 
special ed students or students with other issues, but they can also help that gen ed student who may be having a little bit of trouble. So that being said, what are some of your favorites? I know we want to focus on Google today. So sure. what are some of your favorite uh, tools within Google? Yeah. And all the resources I'm going to mention, if anybody wants to get to them later, I'm sure it'll be in the show notes as well, uh, but they can get to them at bit.ly slash Kurtz dash struggle. Kurtz, my last name, C-U-R-T-S. So bit.ly slash Kurtz dash struggle will get you to all of my Google tools for struggling students. Um, so if we want to talk specifically about tools that Google has created, uh, I would start off with tools that fall in the speech to text category. So tools that basically will take spoken words and turn it into text. And so some of my favorite tools in case like that would be the voice typing tool that's built right into Google Docs and built right into Google Slides that allows students uh, or anybody, ourselves included, to basically dictate to our document or slideshow and it will type up that for us, which can just be phenomenal for students that are struggling with typing or spelling. Um, it just takes off that frustration and they can just take their ideas in their head and get them out onto the page or onto the slide. Um, in that same uh, realm of speech to text, um, Google has really done a lot with their live captioning so that when somebody is speaking, it can be live captioned in a lot of different uh, areas. So like if you're in a Google Meet, you can click on the caption button and see everything captioned. If you're presenting a Google slideshow, you can go down to the caption option while you're speaking. It can now go ahead and people can see what it is that you're saying. Um, and then it's also being built into a lot of their mobile apps. Uh, Google has some really uh, nice live transcribe apps that you can just pull up on your phone. And so if a student was sitting in class, they can be watching their phone transcribe everything that's being spoken. Now, when I think about Google tools, to support struggling students. Um, I, I tend to be a little broad as far as what is a googly tool. And basically I just mean anything that plays nicely in the Google ecosystem. So those are some examples of things that Google has specifically you know, created. And there'll be a few others that may pop up on, on the list here, but I, I tend to include anything that works well in the Google ecosystem. So Chrome extensions would fall into this as well. So if we were to jump to a different category like text-to-speech, let's reverse it. So let's say you want something that's typed up, read allowed to you. I always recommend extensions like Read and Write for Google Chrome or the Immersive Reader extension for Chrome. Both of those are fantastic ways for students to be able to hear what is typed up on the page, or let's say it's their own document that they're getting ready to submit a project, they've written a story, an article, being able to hear their own writing read back to them is an amazing way for us to be able to self-check and edit uh, before we submit something. Uh, some other categories that I think are good to mention would be um, in the readability category of tools. I've got a dozen or so extensions in there. A good one that I would mention would be Mercury Reader. That's an extension that will take a web page and remove all of the distracting elements, take away the comments, the advertisements, and just strip it down to the article itself that you were trying to read in a nice, big, easy to read font. Uh, another category would be reading comprehension. So after we have read information, how do we then uh, understand what we've read? And there's a lot of great tools in there. Uh, one of them is a Google 
Google specific tool, the Google Dictionary extension. It allows a student to simply double click on any word they come across online. It will pop up a definition of it and a pronunciation of it, just to give that extra support while you're reading through an article that you might hit a few stumbling blocks in that. I also love some of the tools that do summarizations for us. Uh, Quillbot is, a, is an awesome extension for that that uses AI where a student can take an article, plug it into the Quillbot extension, and then when that runs, it will give them a summarized version of that article, which may help them prior to reading the article to get the gist so they know now, okay, this is what I'm going to be reading about in this article. Um, and then finally, I mean, I can go into many, many more, but finally another one that I had pulled out of my giant list of uh, tools would be in the audio support category. And I just love, love, love Moat for that, the Moat extension, which allows you to very easily record your voice and insert it into pretty much any sort of a Google file. You can add it to documents and slideshows and forms. And it was a great way if you want to be providing audio feedback to a student so they don't just have to read what you're writing, but they can actually hear your voice, but also allows you to embed audio, for example, into Google Slides. So you can have um, directions being read aloud, or you can have um, audio-based activities to provide that additional support to students. So that's a very abbreviated list from the list of all of the uh, Google tools for struggling students, but those are some that I think would be beneficial. Like we said, whether it's a student who has a, a specific challenge they are dealing with, or it's just really, you know, in any learner who struggles at any time, especially with the hybrid, you know, learning that we've had or students learning from home, maybe these additional resources can come alongside them and help them when they are struggling and not having somebody right there in class that they can turn to for that additional assistance. Yeah, I agree. Lisa pointed out that um, one of her students would turn on the captions when she was giving directions so that they could follow along. Um, and I was thinking too, several of these tools, because I'm coming at this, I've, I've taught a lot of different things, but I started out as a language teacher and thinking about things like moat, where teachers can leave feedback about, you know, pronunciation. Students can add their voice and then teachers can respond Absolutely. for pronunciation and vocabulary. Great tool. And I love the voice typing. I have to say some of my language teacher friends don't like voice typing because they think it's cheating but i don't think it is because voice typing whether you're doing it in english because you're struggling you're an, you know an english speaking student and you're struggling or you're trying to type in your other in the other language you still have to read it to make sure that it's correct and make any kind of edits um, but it does give you a big help. So I, I really love all these tools. And there oh, were a absolutely. couple I hadn't heard of. <laughs> and there's always new ones coming out all the time. So um, I frequently update that document that I had mentioned where I have all the resources as I come across new ones, um, I'll add them in there. So that is a, a constantly growing document full of great resources. And I have checked it out. It is really a wonderful, wonderful thing to have in your back pocket. Um, so all these tools are really great, but we know that teachers spend so much out of their own pocket. How right. much do these cost? Well, everything <laughs> that I've listed there is completely free. So many of these tools may have a paid version, 
but every single tool that I share always is a tool that is either completely free outright or it has a viable free option. Uh, so yeah, if you check out my blog, you look through the different resources, I support so many schools that have varying budgets. Um, I, I, I feel like if I'm gonna share something, I want it to be something everybody can run with. So yes, every single thing in that list today that I mentioned as well as on that document, they're all completely free tools. Some of them, yes, like read and write, they do have a paid version that adds additional functionality, um, but no, they're all, and like even Moat, you know, the free version you record for 30 seconds, the paid version is 90 seconds, but you have full functionality and it's fantastic. Yeah, and especially Moat, I've been playing with it and using it. It's, I love it. It's, it's just so great and it makes things so easy. And sometimes even feedback when you give it with moat as an audio as audio feedback it doesn't seem as harsh because you know it's that it's that whole thing when you write something there's no tone of voice Absolutely. kids can't hear what you're saying right so they don't yes. they they feel more comfortable often hearing you because you can say you know i know you tried but no <laughs> So, and it's great that these are all free and hopefully they will stay free. I think uh, most of them will. I, I um, believe so too. I think, you know, many of them have been able to figure out a model where they can get revenue for more advanced features, but have the free version available for everybody to use and really do appreciate companies doing that. I know I do too. It's, it's just so good because I feel like, especially now, I mean, we were talking earlier about how things are going back to normal, whatever that will look like. But having the online instruction, a lot of these tools have been really, really necessary for kids to understand and really learn. Um, and it has been freeing for a lot of kids to be able to use these tools to support their learning. So I think that's, that's really good. All right, so that was our timer. Um, any last thoughts you'd like to share? I mean, I would just say, please uh, check out the uh, set of uh, the collection of struggling student resources at bit.ly slash Kurtz struggle. And let me know, um, have you come across some that I don't have in the list that I should add? I'm always looking for new resources and I welcome those from folks. And other than that, check out the blog in general at controlaltachieve.com. That's where I share all of my stuff and that's the easiest way to find everything all in one happy place. Uh, well, thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And to our listeners, thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Our comment question is, what is your favorite Google tool and why? And don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. And please help others find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you'd like to be a guest on our show or know someone uh, we should have on, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks.